Hi, this is Damon Pistolka, host of the Faces of Business, where I talk with interesting people sharing life and business experiences to entertain, engage, build community, and provide information to help others succeed. If you're interested in learning more about one of our guests or how we are helping business owners generate wealth and build businesses they can sell or succeed at Exit Your Way, you can find more information on our website, ExitYourWay.com, or by contacting me directly, Damon at ExitYourWay.com. I hope you enjoy the show. Man. All right, everyone. We, this is a special day, first of all. Let's just do this. Let's just get this right out there because this is the face of the business. I'm your host, Damon Pastalka. And with me today, who do we have? We have the Kurt Anderson. Kurt Anderson is in the house today, everyone. If you don't know what that means, you certainly will. Thanks, How's it going, my friend? Dude, man, what an... First off, that jam session, that little jam that you've got when you kick in your program, man, like we need help on our Monday show because like I have total music envy. I've got, I just, I have no game, dude, compared to you. Like that's not true. We'll we'll let it go, man. What an honor privilege to be on the faces of business. I can tell you exactly where I was. I was like right out right there in my driveway. I was walking my dog. When you told me like, Hey, I'm going to start this thing called the faces of business i re- i remember it vividly and dude how many episodes have you done since you had this little dream this vision on tuesdays and thursdays i believe this is number 200 oh tonight <laughs> i believe it is let me let me just wait i'm i can pull it up here we can see but i i think it is i think it's honestly this is number 200 I'll do it I, I didn't count them but let me see here real quick because we're we're getting close i know that Dude, 200. Yeah. What a well, and, and then I was looking too. So let's see. 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 Um, no, we're at 197. <laughs> I had two people because remember when we first booked this, it was going to be 200 and there's two people canceled on me. One guy had to travel. Somebody else got sick. Well, hey, missed by that much, dude. So close I enough. Know. You know, dude, hundred congratulations, Damon. 197 episodes. You throw in the Friday show, manufacturing e-commerce success. You throw in the Monday show, manufacturing Monday motivation. Dude, like you are everywhere. You're all over the place. Very impressive, man. But we're not talking about me today, Mr. Anderson. All right. Oh, I got that out too. For those of us that remember that movie, series of movies, <laughs> had to get out there today because I'm telling you, we are talking about you today, my friend. Hey, bring it on, brother. Bring it's all so, enough about you. Let's look at the, let's look at the the manufacturing e-commerce success though, because we are, I mean, we're over a hundred on that too. We're like at uh, yeah, how many? We're like a hundred and two right now on that one. Hundred two. Oh. Gosh, we didn't celebrate the 100. We didn't. We didn't. But so we're at 102. I'll have to check out our Monday. You know, that's that's got to be 40. Oh, no. Uh, 50, 60. That's got to be over 60. So how many? That's a, 
<laughs> There's a few of these going on. So you know what's funny is somebody on the live live right now is going to find this and they're going to go, "What are these guys talking? about? What are they talking about?" So yeah. Right, what are we, so what are we, let's do this. I mean, so we're talking to the person who introduced to the world how to stop being the best kept secret. I just want to say. So let's let's talk a little bit about Kurt Anderson here today. So girl dad mm -hmm. you spend a bit of time in the skating rink i just got back yeah <laughs> i'm at the skating rink a lot damon a lot a lot love every minute of it i'm actually i'm kind of be you know what i'm kind of dreading when it ends right now yeah <laughs> every once in a while i'm like man this isn't gonna last forever like i'm gonna be like the lost dad just kind of wandering around, around the rink hopefully they don't think like i'm the old creepy guy but they're like why doesn't that guy just go home you know uh, yeah so my daughter's a figure skater if anybody's wondering and yeah. i love watching her it's a highlight of my day week so that's my highlight absolutely yeah well i know when connor quit playing baseball my yard <laughs> and the home got a lot better because <laughs> all that time you're not, not around anyway right. so let's talk about this so you are a graduate of the ohio state university so tell us about a typical Ohio State University day for you, Kurt. Oh, God. What? A... <laughs> Dude, that was like 102 years ago, man. So, okay, that was the late 80s. What did you go to school for? I went for business logistics, man. So so here's a funny story. So I, you know how many colleges I applied to? Nope. One. <laughs> There you go. Well, I was like, I was all in. And, and, and at that time, like they accepted everybody. Like I couldn't, there's not a chance on earth that I would get in today. Cause like they've, the standards that like, I don't know what they're doing, but I would have never gotten in. So I, I applied to one college, one, one university, the Ohio state university. This was in the eighties. So for any of our football fans out there, do you remember Chris Spielman or Chris Spielman, great linebacker? Yeah. So he was there when I was there. Who else? like Kirk Herbstreet, you know, Mr. ESPN. So mm -hmm. he, I think uh, maybe I was a senior. He came in as like a freshman, sophomore. So yeah, Ohio State. So Ohio State at the time is in Columbus, Ohio. And I'll tell you, Columbus is just booming. It is just such a thriving, you know, it's almost like the little Silicon Valley of the Midwest. It's just a nice, phenomenal city. And back, back then, so there's a street that go, runs through uh, – all through Columbus. Columbus is a large city and it's called High Street. Okay. So anybody in Ohio, anybody knows this area, they know exactly what I'm talking about. And back then on a football day, they would actually rope off the streets because there it was just like dozens of bars all congested in this one area. And it was like it was like spring break, but it was like it was like that every single weekend. They have the paddy wagons out, all the police are everywhere, and it was just it was pandemonium. Uh I was on the rugby team. I was not, you know, nowhere even remotely close. I wasn't even a good rugby player, but like we were just a bunch of degenerates. So that's my, I lived in the, so I'll, I'll, I'll end on this. The dorm that I lived in, like I, the claim to fame was like, it was like the highest dropout rate in the country. That's what every, you know, <laughs> but if you ever watch Ohio state football and you look out over the stadium, there's two little towers. And I lived in one of those towers and they, we, <laughs> there were 16 guys congested in like in our dorm suite four guys per room, two bunk bed, like, it, yeah. like, like how anything, how anybody ever got anything done is just staggering. Right. So anyway, that's my college deal. That's so, your exactly. college story. That's funny. 
That's <laughs> funny. So any major rugby injuries? Yeah, you know, I can, I guess I can show you. You know, I separated my shoulder one year, had surgery, and you know, but it was, uh, you know, we went to, uh, we played in a New Orleans. <laughs> you know, uh, we go to a New Orleans uh, tournament. You know, New Orleans, uh, the Mardi Gras tournament, and a guy, a buddy of mine, and I, we, 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 we were like two of the only guys on the team that could afford. A, I don't know how I afforded where I came up with the money. We flew. Yeah. And everybody else was driving, but we got there. But since we spent money on planes, we we couldn't afford a hotel room. So like we got to New Orleans and, and like we're just like scrambling. I had an Ohio State sweatshirt on. A guy drives like this guy was like, hey, uh, I know Ohio State. I'm from Columbus. Uh, we're going to a rugby party. We go to a rugby party. When, like it was just one of the craziest, you know, weeks of our life. But yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, saying this that's all awesome. Public, right. So, yeah, Mardi Gras was, you know, what a Billy Billy. Um, Billy Crystal was the uh, what do they call it? Major D of the of the parade. It was it was you know back in the eighties. It was awesome. So yeah, never been there for that. For Everybody's like, who's Billy Crystal? Yeah, Damon, you and your wife should app throw it on a bucket list. You guys would. Oh my god, that put that on your bucket list. You and Leah and uh, your wife would absolutely love going to Mardi Gras. Linnea. Yeah, Linnea. yeah, we've been down there. We've been down there several times, and in, right. in the last time we stayed for a week just to just to hang out. Did you really? Bourbon Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down yeah. there, close. There's a there's a whatever a Hilton down at the end. Kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. It's it's nice. Yeah. Great city. So, okay, so that's my college deal. So your college stuff. So so let's 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 back up to your college days. I remember. I this is something I thought about. Can you show us a picture when you had hair? <laughs> Oh, you know what? You should have had, you should have been. Uh, okay. We don't need yeah. to do it now, but we're going to, we're going to have to bring I, that up sometime. I wanted to, I, uh, gosh, I would have absolutely shown you a great picture with me. We with will it. get that on there. I should have got, I see. I didn't want to tell you that early. Cause that was one, like it would have worked or that. not worked, but that's okay. So that's, we'll put that in the memory banks for later. Cause I thought I was like, that's awesome, dude, to get that. So now we're going to go, now we're going to move forward a little bit. We're going to move forward a little bit. So you started this little business. You you came out of college. Did you always know that you were going to be a business owner or did you just oh, kind of fall into it by accident? That's a great question. So when I was, uh, I always wanted to be in business. And uh, I, I remember, so my, my father had a little uh, wholesale business and I was probably in high school or whatever. And, and he mm -hmm. had a secretary. So this is like early eighties. Yeah. And his secretary was like, Hey, you know, what do you want? You know, you're starting to go to, you know, apply to colleges. What do you want to do? And I'm like, ah, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur. And I remember she looked at me and she's like, what? Like she didn't like she didn't know what that term like the like what what's an entrepreneur that, yeah and that? I just man I was like a junkie of reading like Forbes and J P Morgan Rockefeller wow. just like I was just a, a obsessed with like reading about all the you know titans of business and McCormick and you know uh, everything so I just I always I always want you know there was just no doubt I always wanted I never claimed to be good at it but I always wanted to be a business guy wanted so. to do it. That's cool. So you get out of school, you go back and start helping dad with his business. So, so my dad had a, a wholesale business. So I, you know, so 
I was going to go off, you know, this like any smart young college person, I'm going to go off and conquer the world. And yeah. you know, like, I'd spent one summer, I went down to like South America. I another summer I went, I was all over Europe and I'm like, oh man, like I'm going to, I'm going to do the, you know, this is what life is like, man. I'm going to go all over the place. Right. And so, uh, super, super tight with my dad, best friend. And he had a wholesale business and he ran into some, uh, very, very serious trouble, health issues, you know, just you name it. Yeah. And, and uh, it, 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 yeah, really, really bad, ugly, like lost everything. Yep. I'm about a month from graduation and he calls me up. He's like, dude, I'm in, I'm in trouble. And he's like, I need some, I need help. And so dad asked for help and yeah. I, I answered the call. And so I, uh, I helped out my dad with his business. And so yeah. it was, it was, it was bad. It was really but, bad. But that, but like a lot of things, yeah. when you look at it and you go, that may have sucked at the time, yeah. but probably brought you closer with your dad. Don't know that for sure. Yeah. But then you started a business. And well, so, yeah, so, the, so it was a wholesale business and uh, it, it, it was, it was, it was a disaster. It was bad. Yeah. It was yeah. A disaster. And like, it was just upside down and, and unfortunately yeah. like, you know, family business, you know, anybody family business, it's, it's, it's drama. It's, yeah. it's emotional, you know, uh, man, it's, it's tough, challenging. And, you know, we, uh, unfortunately he, our family lost everything. It was very devastating financially, just mm -hmm. it's like, you know, could have been like a commercial, you know, like, oh yeah, I lost this. I lost this. I lost, like, that was it. Right. And so when I got in, I'm 21 years old, you know, fresh out of college. And I know every, you know, at 21 boy, you know, man, I was, I can't yeah. how smart I was at 21. Cause man, I am dumb as rocks at 54, you know? Yeah. And so I came into this business and just thank God I was dumb as rocks, but thought I was the smartest guy in the room. And just, I didn't know any better. I don't know if I had a thousand chances to do that over. I don't know as if I would have, if I would have talked to my 21 year old self, I'd have been like, dude, run, get the heck out of there. Yeah. But it was, uh, so yeah, we tried, I, it took years, but we started to stabilize that wholesale business. Yes. Uh -huh. And so then you decided to open a floral, you founded a floral. Is that yeah. So here's, here's the funny story. So the wholesale business was called Anderson floral supply. So we supplied like grocery stores, flower shops, like anything. Uh, it was nothing live. Like it was all yeah. like uh, manufactured goods, imported goods. And so we would sell to business. It was all B2B, yeah. right? 100% yeah. B2B. And so it was like the mid nineties. And I had, op I, I was trying to get super aggressive. I opened up another location. It was about an hour away from, from this other location. So I'm 20, now I'm 26 and I'm going back and forth, you know, I'm spending a night with a buddy here and they, you know, like I'm trying to run two businesses takes off, you know, I'm like, I think I'm Mr. Rockstar again. I'm like, okay, now we got momentum. And about eight months, nine months into it, all of a sudden, like the, the sales started flattening out. So now like I've, I've drastically increased my expenses. Yeah. Yeah. And now like the honeymoon is over. Now my sales are flat. And now I'm like, oh God, now what do I, you know, and now I'm like, I'm, commu I'm going back and forth commuting. I'm trying to, you know, like now my main business is, is falling off the new business. Like now I, I, I have another disaster again. Right. So it's a mid nineties and it's not, it was 95, 96. And yeah. so all of a sudden, <laughs> so I use that word disaster a lot in this program here. So <laughs> I had an accountant, nicest woman on the planet. And uh, man, she was like, you know, this type like, you know, she stood like five, 
too meek, mild. And I would go and see her. And I just, I, I'm just like this 20 something train wreck. And she looks at me one time. She's like, you are the biggest disaster that I've a uh, client that I've ever had. <laughs> That's God, that God strike me dead. That is a true story. <laughs> and so like mid nineties, I close. So I end up closing the other location. I'm like, you know, humble pie. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm going to open up multiple locations. Now my, I can't even get it past two. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm like, how can I turn this? Like, what are my options here? And so I know we're both old enough to remember 90, 90s, these little discs were going around the country. And it was this thing called America Online. Yeah. Get on this thing called the internet. And there's this thing called e commerce. And out of just pure, sheer desperation, I have like, I'm running out of options. What do I have to lose to try? You know, let me chalk up another <laughs> dumb move, right? Let me try this e-commerce thing. And like, and and like, I know it sounds crazy now, but you know this in 1995 to tell people that you're putting up a website. Oh, right. You like it, so. So I bought a domain name. So instead of like, you know, hey, Anderson Floral Supply, which is like, you know, so back then it was like, oh, you want to be alphabetical? It's like the phone book. You know, like people are like, what? The, what's a phone book? So I'm like, oh, we'll go afloral.com. You know, afloral.com. Very easy, right? And so I bought the domain, put up a website. So if you go on, what's the, what's that archive thing called? It's um a, a date a back backtrack date back dateback.com I think, and like you can go to any website and you can go back in time date date back. I gosh, I can't remember. I love that. Yeah, but you can go back and like see this website from like you can do it with any website. You could do it with Amazon, anything. Yeah. So wayback, wayback.com. That's what wayback machine or wayback.com. So any website that you want to go back and see, like go back and look at the original Amazon from like 1995. I, I'm almost positive it's called wayback machine or wayback.com or something like that. So, you know, 1995, it's like this black thing, you know, like I'm in. So all of a sudden I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, I'll never forget this. So like, you know, we close at four or five o'clock in the afternoon and yeah, I had a business partner and all of a sudden like this, this, you know, we had email at the time, which was like new, right? We saw our fax machines, but we had an email and all of a sudden like an order came in and I'm like, what the hell is that? Like an order came in, like somebody just bought something. Are you like, and, and, and they put it on a credit card. I'm like, wait a minute. I like in my wholesale business, Damon, like I'd have 90 day receivables, 120 day receivable. That's why I don't have any hair left. Like I like, I'm like, oh my God, I like if people would just pay me. I, I could survive. Right. I'm getting paid. Like all of a sudden somebody paid and I, and I charge, I, I charged more. I put, I put these all at higher prices. Then all of a sudden like another order came in then another order came in. And I remember like calling on like the rotary pack cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah or whatever the pack cell phone i'm like dude like you're not gonna believe this like eight people just came on our website took their credit card typed it in the in the computer and they bought some i have to ship it tomorrow but we already have the money and he's like <laughs> what are you talking about and i'm like dude i'm telling you, like people are buying product on our website 1995 96 and like i would i'm like so I remember standing, we had this big, big old warehouse. It was like this ancient factory building thing. And we're standing and, and like, we had like, a, we had pallets of like prodigal now. And like where I live, like it snows, you know, eight, nine months out of the year. And like, you know, it's snowing out and we're on the loading dock. And I'm like, guys, 
this is our future. Like what you're looking at, I know these are just a bunch of boxes on a dock on these pallets that are going to go out on UPS. Everything on those two pallets are paid for. We don't care about the weather. I don't have a van that's going to break down. I don't have a truck. I have nothing. And I'm like, and we have no receivables with that product right there. I'm like, you're witnessing our future. And that's then that's what we did. Yeah. Well, while you're doing that, that's an awesome story, dude. I just want you to take, we're just going to take you back a little bit. So this is, this is, I didn't realize we could do this, but it's great. So here it is on what is way back a web archive or what this is. This is the Anderson Florida <laughs> website in 1998, February 5th, 1998. Oh my God. That's hysterical. It, there you go, man. You are in this stuff. Now, now we're we're talking about you know stop being the best kept secret. Now this yeah. is this is why I wanted to talk about it like this because yeah. you had to figure this stuff out in the yeah, beginning yeah. when there wasn't Shopify, when yeah. there weren't all the tools that we have today, where there wasn't yeah. even a good browser. You're probably using Netscape or something. You're you're programming yeah. this stuff by hand. Yeah, I for the life of me, I don't even remember. Uh, I don't remember what this was on to be on. I wish I did. I don't remember what this was on. But I just think this is great. I think it's great because it's it's like it's going back in time. Because this is what this is. I mean, this is relevant in the fact that now yeah. you're today. I mean, we're 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 sitting here today and talking about yeah. this. You're out helping people, and I don't <laughs> think people understand that you really live this. Yes. You were in their shoes. Yeah. You, you were like, this is do or die, damn it. And we are not going to die. I can't believe that was awesome. Dude, oh my God, you just brought, I like, I, and so. <laughs> because it's like, it's like, listen, you are sitting here teaching people how to stop being the best kept secret. Yeah. yeah. You had to do it. Yeah. You not just want to do it, not just because, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't want to yeah. go get a job. It's like, you had to do it. It was sheer, like, dude, I, I had to eat, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah. there was no, there was no social, like social media was still years away from that. There, like Google, did, I think, you know, uh, Sergey Brin and, you know, his partner, you know, I think Google was an idea in 1998. I think whenever their patent came out, but like, you know, Google wasn't a thing until like three or four years later. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Well, oh, dude, that yeah. you brought me back on that one. So, that, was, that was awesome. Yahoo was the was our big search engine in '98. Yeah, it was, uh, it was. That's awesome. So, when you were doing that, did I mean what? What did you really figure out in those first couple of years? Oh God, you know it was uh, back then. So the thing, uh, you know, God rest his soul, the gentleman that found uh, Tony Shea that found Zappos, he. Um, he had he had found it. He'd struck gold with uh, Link Builder. Man, I'm like I'm brutal on on yeah. Like Link Builder was like his first like real win. And so the the thing you know even before Google came out and Google's all based on backlinks. Okay, we like you and I when we in the do beginning yeah webinars sure. like sure. we sure. talked a lot about like if you look at the patent like if you go to the original Google patent, all of it to you know. And again, way above my league pay grade, everything, but a lot of it's about backlinks, right? So back then, a lot of it was Yahoo. And then uh, at that time, it was all like the banner ads. Remember like the old banner ads, yeah. you know, and like, hey, you're going to pay for so many impressions and how many this. And so, you know, like it was just Wild West, trial and error. There were no gurus. Blogs didn't exist. 
YouTube didn't exist. Like nothing. <laughs> you're like yeah. you're purely on your own. Just trying to like you're on Yahoo trying to find figure out how to get any type of traffic, any type type of momentum, and then to to come in. So you just showed ninety eight. 99, 2000, for those of us around, you know, the internet bubble crashed, right? Yeah. So here's my, so my business, I have a business plan. I think it's in a, I think it's in this file right below me. I put together this full blown business plan and the mission was this statement. It was, I want to, you know, the Michael store, you know, like the craft store, like they yep. sell the crafts. And, so my business plan was Amazon Michaels. At that time, Amazon was like really starting to get some momentum around books and like i was just obsessed with like you know that mark anderson that founded uh i think netscape mm -hmm. and Jeff Bezos. so like you know and then back then it was like you know uh uh you know pets.com and all the you know everything that crashed you know all that stuff so like i was just obsessed with like i want to be in this in, you know in this wave how can i get in this wave and when the internet bubble, so my whole business plan was like, Hey, geez, how could I do, you know, every, every brick and mortar store in 2000 was going to go out of business. That was yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Every brick and mortar store is going to go out of business. Well, what happened? It just, it took 20 years because now brick and mortar Sears, Kmart, Blockbuster, yeah. you know, now they're falling off. But in 2000, that was the fear. That was a threat. So I was trying to go that direction. It was like, how could I Amazon what Michael's is, is brick and mortar. How could I do what Jeff Bezos is doing in, in, with books? And at the time, you know, Jeff Bezos is doing like 50 million, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, so as you were doing this, you got to a point where you're like, ah, this is time for me to move on. What, what really brought you to that point to where you said, I think I've, I think I've worn out my welcome or, or it's yeah. time for me to go to do something else. So, I'll take one step back and then, and then I'll okay. get into that. Exactly. So it's, it's like 2000, 2001. So now the internet bubble is crashing. You know, our country is devastated with nine 11, just, yeah. you know, if you're old enough to, it was awful, absolutely awful. Uh, you know, Enron happened, you know, so I mean, like, it's like the world was coming to an end. <laughs> yeah. It's just like everything that so you're saying that I'm just like, Oh yeah. Oh it, yeah. Oh yeah. Like, you know, what a devastating, uh, Oh gosh, you know, yeah. just devastating times. All right, we'll keep it positive. So I told you I was a disaster. I told you my accountant said I was a disaster. So I brought in, I hired this woman who just, oh my God, she was blessing, amazing. The night before I hired her, I was with my wife and I'm like, I might be making the best business decision I ever made in my career. And that was, I was going to, I want to, I was going to make an offer to hire this woman the next day. And I hired her. So she came in and so like our sales are like going like this. My profits are going like, like I'm like, you know, and I'm like, God, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm like sales are going crazy. Like I'm like, why I can't pay my bills. I'm like going broke. Like what's the problem? So I'm telling this new woman I hired, she goes, Hey, you know what? I know this, uh, this consultant, well, let's have this consultant come in. I know they work with this other company. She was great. So this woman comes in and God bless her. She should be on my holiday Christmas card list. To this day, she comes in. She's like, "Hey, tell me about your business." And I'm like, "And at the time, I'm doing five different things in the business, five. And I'm like, "Man, she is going to be so impressed with me. I am diversified. I'm doing five different things. I do not have all my eggs in one basket. Man, is she going to be digging what I? She's going to dig my jam, right?" 
Okay. Now I'm 30 because now it's even scary when you're 20, you know, everything, but you haven't done anything at 30. You still think, you know, everything, but you've done a little bit. So that's even scarier. I was dumb as rocks. Okay. So she comes in, she's like, Hey, tell me about your business. I'm like, man, I'm diversified. I'm doing this. I was trying to do some manufacturing. I was doing some importing. I'm doing this wholesale thing. I'm doing this other thing. And I'm like, and I'm trying to do e-commerce, right? Man, is she going to be digging me? She's like, well, all right, wait a minute. You're trying to do manufacturing. You're trying to like, like, what are your competitive advantages? What I'm like, okay, well, I'm doing this, that, you know, I'm doing this. Okay. I'm doing this, you know, explain the whole thing to her. She looks at me. She goes, I can tell you why you're losing money. I can tell you exactly what your problem is. I'm like, She's been here 30 minutes. I'm like, how does she know? Right. She goes, you're doing five things horribly instead of one or two things exceptionally. You told me the core of your business is this, but you told me the future is e-commerce. Put your money where your mouth is, drop everything that you're horrible at and give everything you've got in e-commerce that was in 2001. And I'm like, well, how good of a consultant are you? Because in 30 minutes, you just solved my problem. I don't need to hire you again. <laughs> so... So she solved everything in about 30 minutes and she was dead spot on. I got rid of like, you know, over yeah. time, I got rid of everything, stripped the company away. Man, talk about painful. I had to let people go that worked with me for years. I had a partner that his son was my godson and he moved on to a new career. Like It was like excruciating, horrible decisions. And all of a sudden, one day, like I had a little thing on my wall, of like my goals. I want to do this, this, this. And like after all these hard decisions and just like, Punch being, you know, it's like being a bot when you're an entrepreneur. It's like being, oh, yeah. I know people like, oh, you're Mr. Entrepreneur, Mr. Dramatic, everything's so hard. It is hard. I don't care what anybody says. Entrepreneurship is hard. And finally, I said, like, one day I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, we've hit that goal. We're hit that. I'm like, I, I think we made it. So then all of a sudden, like, we just started taking off more. And uh, one, then after 10 years, we had a great run. There's a magazine called Internet Retailer. Uh, we made it top uh, 1,000 companies three years in a row. And one day I was there and we're like debating over like, you know, a new direction, a new growth thing. And, you know, I dropped the line and I've shared the story with you probably a dozen times. For 20 years, this is how I've done it. And the day, and, and, and this is another gospel truth. The, when that came out of my mouth, I went home that night and I'm like, I, I don't have anything left in the tank. I'm like, I've given everything I've got. I am now hurting this business. It's time for me to move on. And thank the Lord. I had this woman that I'd hired 10 years prior. She was a pit bull. She's one of the greatest business minds I've ever encountered. She was an angel. She was a blessing. And she ended up buying the company and I moved on and uh, happily ever after. That's my story. Awesome. <laughs> and it's good. To, it's good to get this from you because now you go, we're going on to today, moving mm. into that. You, you then helped people at the SBDC mm. and, and then other things that you've done along the way, you know, and we talk about a little bit about ground straps, little yeah. bit, things like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. let's, let's talk about that. But I just want to, I just want to say some of the things that people are talking about you. Are saying about you. I want to mention some of the things people are saying about you. And these are good. Kurt is that rare trifecta combo of charisma, kindness, and razor sharp intelligence. Signed his mom. <laughs> Signed his mom. Kurt 
is a is great at drawing the greatness out of those that he works with. Evangelist is absolutely the right title for you. That's just some things that people have said about you. These are people that you've helped in businesses. Mm -hmm. These are people that that you know write you recommendations, talk about what you do. We're so we're blessed, man. And and now now you you decided that you're gonna write write a book. Mm -hmm. You're gonna do B two B tale. So first mm -hmm. of all, how did you name your company? You know what? How do, oh how did I name my company? You know, yeah. you know what I did? That's a great question. You know what I did is I was stuck on a name. I was calling it B two B Hive, and it was gonna be like a beehive yeah. of, of e commerce activity. B two B Hive, right? And I'm like, I don't know. If, I just I just didn't feel it, right? There's a website called Naming Force, and it's a, a, a uh, crowdsourcing of, you know, how to you get yeah. a name business. So it's like a, a contest and like you throw in like, Hey, I'm going to pay whatever, you know, 500 bucks or whatever. And, you know, you get like a couple thousand names and that's exactly what I did. And somebody put B2B tail and out of those thousand or however many names I, you know, you, I weed it down, weed it down, weed it down. And I'm like, B2B tail, we'll play on words for retail how do you help manufacturers go from B2B to retail? And how do we blend this all together? Our conversation yesterday with on our LinkedIn live show with Perinda and Jacqueline from IMAC was exactly that. How do you go B2B, B2B, uh, B2C? And so that was the name B2B tail. Nice. Nice. So did you know when when you when you got said, listen, I'm gonna go out and help companies that I was gonna help manufacturers and I was gonna help them with, with e-commerce? So when I sold the e-commerce business, I was on a mission to buy a business. I'm like, okay, I don't know a lot, but I think I figured out this e-commerce thing. And so what I was looking for, I'm like, I want to find a manufacturer that's maybe a digital immigrant. And they've been doing this, making this product for 50 years. Grandma and grandpa made it. Mom and dad made it. And like, you know, maybe this person's mm -hmm. just like, man, like I'm just, I'm running out. Maybe they were where I, you know, where I was, you know, like, man, this is how we've always done it, but they needed to change. And so like I searched everywhere trying to find a business that I could institute e-commerce and I could write a book on how to not buy a business because man, I failed horribly at trying, I just, I just, it's, it's just, hard. I needed a daemon, man. I needed a daemon. It's, hard. it's hard to find them. It's hard to find them. I, yeah. I tell you what, people that think they're going to go out and buy a business, I, I I feel for you and what you're trying to do because I've helped several people try because the the process of going from I want to these are some that I'm going to talk to to get to yeah. to the process of actually getting one purchased yeah. is it's tremendously hard. What is there a percentage or like what like like go it's literally there. like one out of a hundred people ever get it done. <laughs> Even search funders that that have yeah. they're they're paid for yeah. usually a couple of years to find a business to buy. Yeah. And they can't do it. The, the, the success rate is very low because there's so many factors in the businesses that you're looking at that can make it, you know, great from the outside until you open the hood and you go, Oh, that's a dumpster fire. We just need to close that thing back up and walk away. And, or, or it can be something as simple as, you know, it's a great business, but I've got two customers that make up the entire business and that's right. just, for right. somebody coming in, they could have been your friends and that's why you had a great business. And, yeah. but the next person it's not, there's so many simple things that for the current owner, 
are not a problem, but they're a problem for anybody trying to buy it. Amen, man. And, and, you know, and I walked down the aisle with numerous situations and like something would happen at the tail end. And I'd be like, man, why, like, what, like, why can't I get this in the end zone? And then the funny thing is like a year or two, uh, you know, a couple of years later would go by and I'd be like, thank God I didn't buy that business. But at the, the you know, at the day when it fell apart, I'm just like, man, why, you know, what's, yeah. up? Like, what's, what's the disconnect. And then, you know, a couple years later, I'd hear like, you know, oh yeah, that business is on the verge of going under a big customer. Like you said, left or this company, whatever. And so yeah. wasn't meant to be. And so with every company that I kept talking to, all of a sudden they're like, well, how do you do this e-commerce thing? Or what's this digital marketing thing? So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to start helping people. COVID hit. Man, one of the greatest blessings. You and I crossed paths and and I just haven't looked back since. since yeah. COVID, so. so have you, uh, would you have thought, I mean, even wild, wild dreams to think that you were going to be doing the live streams, the webinars, the, the thing going across the country to MEPs like you are now. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know what, dude, I'm going to like you hands down. I know like, I don't know, you get uncomfortable when I say this, you hands down one of the best greatest blessings that hit. So you and I connected March 22nd in 2020, like yeah. five days into COVID and yeah. <laughs> Damon knocks, Damon Pastoka knocks on my door. One of the greatest blessings that happened to me. And so the funny thing is, is I put out a blog post. So I, what I was doing when, when COVID hit, you know, where I was at in life, like I shut down and, and what's funny, and here's a funny thing, Damon, and maybe I've told you this, I was flirting with a business in January of 20. Very, very like hot and heavy. Yeah. And when it came down to it, there were, there were some things that I was just very uncomfortable with. And I politely passed. I'm like, not a good fit for me. I'm going to go a different direction. That was January. Man, had I pulled the trigger, that back to my favorite word, disaster, that I think that's the theme of the, tonight. That would have been a, it's nighttime where I'm at. But so I, I was like, you know what? I have a book in me and I started blogging. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, COVID hit. I'm like, you know what? I can't go anywhere. I can't do anything. I can't go to the skating rink with my daughter. I'm just hanging out at home. I'm going to, I'm going to finish this book. So I'm putting out blog posts, a blog post were chapters. So if anybody out there is trying to write a book and you're like overwhelmed, start writing blog, blog posts chapters in the blog posts. And now you have book chapters. So I put out a, a, a post, a post, a post. March 22nd, this dude out in Seattle knocks on my door. Hey, Kurt, I just read one of your blog posts. Interested to see what you're doing, what we're doing, da, da, da. We get on a call and dude, it was love at first sight, brother. I'm like, man, this, this dude gets me. <laughs> I get him. I'm like, I think I found a virtual COVID friend right now. Yeah. And so I, uh, I, I, I locked down and I finished that book. And so then when I finished the book and like this COVID, like, the, you know, and every day, you know, is COVID lasting a week? Is it lasting a month? Is yeah, we didn't know. Lifetime? Like we had no idea what we we're going yeah. into. And so June, July, I finished the book and I'm like, man, how am I going to make a living right now? Right. What am I going to do? And I'm like, okay, all I need are two things. I need LinkedIn and I need a webinar. I'm just going to throw together a webinar and I'm just going to like get on LinkedIn just because everybody else is hanging out on LinkedIn because we have nowhere to go. Yeah. And I just started connecting with people, connecting with people, started doing webinars, webinars. And I remember this call vividly with you, August of 20. And I'm like, Damon, 
I used to work at the small business development center. So I'm doing all these webinars for small business development centers. I have the connections and, and it's working. However, I just discovered this agency called the MEP. And I knew the MEPs from like 10 years ago where I'm at, you know, Buffalo, New York. And I'm like, but I didn't know, I didn't get it. I didn't understand it. And I'm like, I think this might be a direction for us. And, and I vividly remember you're like, man, this sounds really interesting. I think you should pursue it. Yeah. And we quadrupled down and we've just built amazing friendships, relationships, the experiences that you and I have, have generated through the MEPs. We've interviewed dozens and do just yesterday, yeah. you know, yeah. dozens of great success stories. We've built business relationships. We've been paid to do speaking gigs. And so it, it's from, I'm like, hey, LinkedIn and a webinar and, a, and this little goofy book and let's see what happens. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And it, and, and, and you're right though. It was it, born out of, uh, out of not an unfortunate situation, I think is, is a new, new beginning for a lot of people because now you're able to help uh, a lot of these people find their way in e-commerce as you start all the way back from your journey. They right. don't have to go through the 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 bumps that you did. That and I think that's what you and I love to preach is is uh, you know why why make all the mistakes that we've made and and the thing is like I, it's helped me become a, a more I'd, I'd love to have the humility or you know the reality that I've always been an eager learner you know but again when you think you you know when you're Mister Know It All yeah you know, you know now like I listen you know I'm at the rink tonight I'm listening to like. How, like we're working on this little software thing. I'm like, all right, well, how do you do that? Who's, who's paved that path? How, do, how can I do this without the arrows in my back? Right. Yeah. The famous line, the pioneers end up with the arrows in their back. You know, the settlers came in and reaped the land. Yeah. I don't want to be a pioneer. I want to be a, I want to be a settler. Right. And I encourage or invite everybody out there. So like, you know, succession planning, I wish I knew you 10, 15, you know, 15 years ago when I was selling my business where I could have had a trusted guide and resource to say like, Kurt, like your Tuesday post, I look forward to your Tuesday post every week because you just deliver amazing information to help people how to do that. You don't have to do these things alone. There's information out there. So yeah. like, if, you know, it's like, get your ego out of the way and just ask for help. Raise your hand and ask. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So as you're doing this, and I just want to do this because we have to, we have to plug your book here. If you haven't got it to anybody that's listening. Kurt Anderson, stop being the best kept secret. So, um, so we're out here now. We're helping people. Mm -hmm. We're going down the road with this. What are some of the craziest digital things you've seen that go, oh my goodness? And we won't name names, of course, but that 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 you just like, oh my goodness. I, you know what? People probably say that about us all the time. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You guys are that crazy and just get on and do what we yeah. do. But. Well, here, how about, how about Greg miss you? So, if anybody is out there, so you and I do a live, and we had Greg miss you on the program, and we get it, we get a note immediately after our LinkedIn live, and Greg goes, "Guys, that was awesome. That was fantastic. Thank you." He goes, "I just want to tell you how much I admire you guys because you're old as dirt." Yeah. <laughs> And Kurt is completely bald and you still go on LinkedIn live. That is great. <laughs> yeah. You know, I have, um, 
I was just telling, so, you know, I'm, I'm dear friends doing a ton of work with uh, Nicole Donnelly. God bless Nicole. Yeah. And so I was just telling her, I like, I have a, you know, like a great business book. Good to great. Jim Collins. Good to yeah. great. Game changer for me. Right you got it right. Right. I've got yeah. it up here somewhere. Yeah. And one of the chapters they talk about confront the brutal facts, confront the brutal facts. Right. So I have a buddy who's kind of like, you know, uh, he's local to me, like a video guy, da, da, da. And like every once in a while, I'll get the text message where he's just like tearing me to shreds yeah. about like, why am I so close? Yeah. You know, like the background or like, you know, I, yeah. you know, like, you know <laughs> every time I get a text from him, I'm like, oh God, now, now what did I, what dumb thing did I do now? You know, but, but it's nice having that friend, <laughs> friend that is going to tell you like, hey, dude, you got something in your teeth or you got something in your face or like, yeah. hey, your lighting's not good. Your audio's horrible, you know. Or whatever. So, what are things that I see? I, I, I'm, I'm certain. You know, I'll speak for myself now. For you, a lot of people are like, man, can you believe that guy does this? But you know, I think some of the, you know, I'm not super crazy about like some of the TikTok stuff. Um, you know, I don't know. There, you know, everybody has their thing. But like when you find your, 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 we, we talk specifically about that ICP, that ideal customer profile. You and I, we call it soulmate, soulmate right? So resonating with your, you know, like if your jam speaks to your soulmate and other people are mocking it, making fun of it, so be it, man. Do yeah. your thing. If you're resonating, connecting with your soulmate online, your that ideal business profile that you're looking for, do your thing, right? You yeah. and I are going to hang out, do our goofy things with our our Muppets t-shirts and yeah. do our thing. And, you know, we're not for everybody, though My our, our moms think that we are. We're not yeah. for everybody, but you know, so be it, right? Yeah, yeah. Good answer to that one, man. Good answer to that one. Because I think it really, what you're saying is really relevant. Not everything's for everybody, but if you if you know you're reaching your, the right people, it really doesn't matter if you're not for everybody. So I know you're asking questions. I want to be totally respectful because like I always try to turn around, but look at how your life has changed. Do you remember life? without doing this show, without not, doing LinkedIn Live. Not you, really. <laughs> right? Like, it's so much different. It's so much different. Yeah. And I couldn't believe this. At the beginning of COVID, I met with a guy. Uh, I still remember it, a guy from the UK. And he said, he said, I've had a podcast for, I don't know, it's like three or four years into yeah. it. And uh, he said, that's, that's what I do. That's what our marketing is. Yeah. And you look at some of that, there's, uh, oh, geez. I can't remember names now, but uh, some people that that have said social selling, social selling. And it's like, yeah. I come back now and I can't really understand what it would be like not having this, yeah. these, these opportunities to talk to people and, and share things and, and just meet the cool people that you get to meet to sell. Like, cause to, and you get to meet, right. Cause uh, being able to share the stories is so much fun. And it's not even like it's work, but it brings you business. I, I don't understand it. <laughs> I mean, I understand it, right? But right. you really, you really don't believe it be until you do it. Because in the beginning, I mean, how many shows, how many, how many live shows and other stuff did you do before before you just said, Oh my God, is this ever gonna work? Yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, well, you hit them, you hit them, and then, then, but then you get to a point and you go, ah, yeah, oh, yeah, a little more, a little more, a little more. You know, 
when you look, think of the relationships that you've built. Yeah, yeah. Friendships. And and here's a big thing for you and myself. And I think like where you and I have connected, you know, like, geez, we're on two different sides of the country. Like, you know, there's no reason on God's green earth that you and I would cross paths. Let exactly. alone the relationship that we have. You know, I've stayed at your home. I've hung yep. out with you and Lene. You're what your amazing, beautiful wife. God, I love your wife. She's funnest person on the planet you know, our families, you know, so like yeah. we built this, this great relationship, but just think of the, how many times you and I are on our show and you and I are like, I almost like guilty is not to work. Like, I'm like, we're getting this information for free. Yeah. Like, you know, Don Schmicky, Oh, God, Wesleyan Greer. We interviewed, you know, I, I could be here all night and I, I, you know, I want to, you know, Dave yeah. Chrysler is on yeah, here. Yeah, I got Dave's on here now. Dave is like mind blowing. Yeah. Good. You know, yeah. Joe Foster, the founder of Reebok, Allison Levine, who's climbed <laughs> the seven highest peaks of all, you know, of the been at both poles. I mean, just like, oh my God. Like, you know, like uh, Scott, the, the editor, uh, only on a magazine. Uh, yeah. Scott Geek Magazine, Carrie Smith from Big Ass Fans, you know, yeah. like in Carrie Smith, Damon, like you and I front row seats are telling like, like, like little me from nowhere, how he founded Big Ass Fans. Remember, like yeah. he walked into that job shop. Yeah. There's like two dudes. They didn't know what they're doing. Like they, this, this giant fan and like Carrie's like trumpets are playing. Angels are singing like he was struggling. He was like on the verge of bankruptcy. Yeah. Walks in, sees this giant fan, and he saw his future turn it into a half a billion dollar company. We've had those opportunities all the way down to the MEPs, Valet Monifracts. Yeah. Just what a gift. What a blessing to just sit there and give folks a voice. And I think the connection that you make with these people is just, there's, there's no words, man. You can't put a price tag on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Well, Kurt, as usual, it's awesome talking to you. And I tell you what, I'm, you. I'm really, I'm really happy that we could do this as our last show of 2022. Because uh, we may play around on Friday or something if we decide to. But uh, I really wanted to take some time because you do such a great job highlighting everyone else. I wanted to be able to highlight you for a moment and and talk about it, but. Thank you so much. <laughs> and thank you. Right here, man. Bottom of my heart. I love you, your wife. You, dude, you are a blessing. And man, I wish I wish you guys just a magical Christmas holiday. Happy New Year. You deserve every ounce of happiness, peace, good health, and, and everybody out there, man. Just this the LinkedIn yeah. is just what a what a great what a great community that you and I are just so fortunate and so blessed. I mean, I think thank God every day for you and for everybody on here. So, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And I feel, I feel the same way about you, Kurt. And, and uh, the next time when your wife is, is out here and, and hopefully your daughter too, we can, we can go someplace out here and have some fun. Absolutely. Um, the, uh, and Curtis Thompson's here, man. Curtis, yeah, Curtis Thompson's here. Yeah. And Dave's yeah. here. Thanks so much for being here guys. guys. It is amazing though. Like you said, the people we meet, the opportunities we have to talk to these people, share such intelligent people, their ideas, talk about topics that, because I, I think of this and I go, how much has it enriched me just knowing this stuff 
just enough to be dangerous and then to meet these people so that if there's a problem that someone has mm -hmm. that I've got people that you can call at least to get you in the right direction or maybe that can get you in just if they're not the right place somebody else it's it's amazing how how it is has changed my world you've changed my world I just want to say thank you mm -hmm. Right back at you, brother. And I want to say thanks, everyone, for being here tonight. We were going to come back next year strong and having a great time. Oh. So, everyone, have a great holiday season. Whatever you're celebrating, mm -hmm. if it's you're relaxing, watching a little sports, it's out in the wilderness, whatever the heck, have some fun. We'll be back again next year. Thanks a lot. Hang out for a second, Kurt.